What is going on, y'all? Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back to another episode of Positively Cynical. I am Jose. Oh, what's up, everyone? Question here. How's it going? Hi, I'm T. I might be Fletcher. Introducing, introducing. Welcome, Fletcher. Thank you, sir. Thanks for joining us today. We we are uh, back after a short hiatus. We were giving ourselves a little time to plan and think about this episode today. Um, and we're glad to be here again. Before we get to the episode, though, real, real quick, let's uh, do the quick disclaimers. Um, or I guess the quick plugs. We're not doing disclaimers this week. Every week we kind of do that because we're recording remotely. But this week we are not. We are live and in person, the four of us, having this conversation, which I'm really excited to have. Um, but real quick, if y'all want to support the Positively Cynical pack, podcast and all of your favorite podcasts, you can uh, hashtag Positively Cynical to find us pretty much anywhere on social medias, on all of the podcast platforms. And please, like, rate, share, subscribe, hit us up on Apple Podcasts, and give us a review. That's one of the best ways to support us and all of your favorite podcasts, including the Get Geek podcast, the CrossGen podcast, and now the Arena, if y'all want to listen to some uh, podcasting about sports. We got everything for y'all. But thanks for joining us, everyone, today. It's really, really awesome to be here with y'all. It's really, really awesome to have this conversation today that we're going to have. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we're going to get real, real hyped. Let's thank about this the one. falling COVID rate for the ability to reconvene yeah. again after <laughs> a scary January. And vaccinations and boosters. Uh, we're all Get at least... Boosted. Well, I'm on my third. I think I'm behind y'all, right? You're a little ahead. I've had four. You've had four. Well, you've had four shots in total and two, two boosters or three boosters? Four shots at... N- no, I... Oh, hey, post, post. I've had four. I've had <laughs> Pfizer full four, four full doses, one under my prior name in my prior state, one set, and then uh-huh. another set in here in New York under my current name. Okay, so we're on number four. I'm on number three. We're all on a number that's at least... Close to the CDC guidelines, yeah. so yeah. we're here recording and for the record, live. I'm immunocompromised, so I'm very happy for for my four. I'm not just hyper paranoid. No, <laughs> as we were saying earlier too, you don't have three eyes, you don't have three arms, you have not died yet. It's true. You're not one of the 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 VARES, VARS, whatever the fuck. So what you're saying the is vaccine I can't tell, I, adverse I, I, events. I really can't sell you on this whole like JFK showing up at the underpass thing. Or JFK Jr.? Paranoid or JFK was it JFK Jr.? Is it JFK Jr. Uh, that's supposed I'm to show up? I'm actually not even oh, sure who's supposed to show up at this yeah. point. Yeah. I can't remember what that weird conspiracy is that the QAnons believe. But anyway, anyway, let's get to let's let's try to get into this conversation. Let's try to get into it as best as we can. We're talking today about the Supreme Court um, with the news uh, recently that uh, some justices will be retiring, and we're going to be talking about some new nominees. Stephen Breyer will be retiring from the Supreme Court, um, and we're going to have a conversation about that. 
a little bit of a conversation about the Supreme Court in general and a little bit about uh, the balance of, of power, as it were. Uh, the most neutral conversation we can possibly have about that uh, with the Supreme Court over the last couple of decades. And so, uh, if you don't mind, my boy, question, I want to turn it over to you for a moment. If you could give us a little bit of a breakdown and keep it relatively brief about the last... However, well, you've given us a time frame. You have a time frame in mind, and you have uh, a nomination number in mind of the most recent justices that were nominated by the most recent presidents. So if you could give us a little bit of a breakdown regarding that to kind of jump us off and get us into the conversation. Well, I pretty much uh, did a little bit of research as far as uh, background for a couple of uh, presidencies. They went as far back as... Lyndon Johnson's presidency. So, mm-hmm. pretty much from when Thurgood Marshall uh, was appointed, which is 1967, mm-hmm. uh, there have been 18 justices appointed to the Supreme Court, uh, 14 appointed by Republicans, four by Democrats. And those Democrats, pretty much being Clinton had having two, Obama having two, uh, was it Breyer and Ginsburg mm-hmm. with uh, Clinton? And Sotomayor and Kagan for Obama. The last four chief justices have been appointed by Republicans. And that's going back to 1954. Uh, Earl Warren. Wow, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Warren Berger, William Rehnquist, and uh, our current one, John Roberts. So, you know, if you want to take that in, under consideration. Uh, there are apparently six justices that are currently... Uh, of Roman Catholic faith, uh, two of the Jewish faith, and one that we don't know, Gorsuch, apparently is the question mark. He's agnostic. Um, so we know, apparently it might be Episcopalian, apparently the Germans, <laughs> we don't know. One of those big question marks. What flavor <laughs> Protestant could he be? Exactly. What flavor of the Lord does he believe in, essentially? Pretty much, yes, what flavor of the Lord, What yes. flavor of the male God does <laughs> I'll he give worship? You a spoiler alert. Um, There have been five women in total that have served on the court, including the three that are currently on. Mm -hmm. So, Amy Coney Barrett, uh, Sonia Sotomayor, and uh, Lena Kagan uh, are the only, well, three of the five. That's insane. Uh, Sandra Day O'Connor was appointed by Ronald Reagan in 1981. Mm -hmm. And Ruth Bader Ginsburg, that's right, the other one. Uh, by Clinton, who passed recently. Mm-hmm. So rest in power. Yeah, rest in power, Ruth. You know, there so. will be enough when there are nine. <laughs> <laughs> so it's very interesting as far as who got a chance to get these uh, Supreme Court justices. And Nixon had three. Uh, Gerald Ford got one. Jimmy Carter is the only one that didn't get a Supreme Court justice. I'm kind of sad about that. To be in that honest. time period, well, he's Miss history's Google. greatest monster, which well, is the most overused joke in the history <laughs> yeah, of Jimmy Carter. Um, but he's still with us. But you know, he had one term, four yeah. years. So do I. But yeah, he had one term, four years, but never a justice under that time. Uh, Ronald Reagan had three. And I guess I'll start naming those three because these are the ones that we'll pretty much are familiar with. O'Connor. They're pretty, con- they're pretty consequential, yeah. you could say. So Sandra D. O'Connor, his first uh, appointee. 
Antonin Scalia, who, well, left his own imprint on the court, as we know. And Anthony Kennedy. Recently. Rest yeah. in peace. And Anthony Kennedy also, for his own reasons, who left his imprint. The first Bush, George H.W. Bush, he had uh, two of his own. Again, one term, four years. Uh, David Sudrin and Clarence Thomas. Well, even at that, <laughs> Bill Clinton had. That's so true. Well, we might not. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, I think I'm we're gonna have come back to, to revisit. We'll come well, back to it. Well, right? yeah, it's, I'm just putting out. I don't that, think yeah. you can ever. <laughs> oh no, no, no! It's no. consequential. That's the word <laughs> yeah, of the day. That, yeah, consequential. That is, yeah, that in of itself is its own conversation. But yeah, I think that. It's a virus of concern. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Bill Clinton had two. Uh, again, Ginsburg and uh, Stephen Breyer, who's retiring. Mm-hmm. Uh, the second Bush W had two. Alito, Samuel Alito, and John Roberts, who is the current Chief Justice. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, Obama had two. Should have been three. <clears throat> but we'll get yeah. To that. So the, uh, mm-hmm. Sonia Sotomayor <laughs> and uh, Lena Kagan. Um, again, two women. The, the conversation as to the third one it would have been Merrick Garland, but again, to be discussed. For all sure. accounts and purposes, sure. a solid candidate. But you know what? He gets the better thing because Attorney General, you can pluralize that. Attorneys. Attorneys General, general yes. And he's, you know, <laughs> it's pretty cool. facto cooler. It is pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, it's a nice consolation prize, I have to say. It's, really it's not a lifetime appointment, right? though. Right. Oh. It's not a lifetime appointment. No, just, yeah, that's... Right. It's yeah, temporary. We need to revisit this, right? Well, I guess... That man talking yes, about we do. the honor of being nominated and thanking his wife, like, that speech made me tear Oh, up. my goodness. Yeah, I was, saw that yeah, earlier. Yeah, I fucking yeah. saw that shit earlier, like, in doing research Lovely. for this podcast just to, like, see what's recent history has been. And yeah, he he was so honored, mm-hmm. and like everybody, kind of I don't want to say revered him, but everybody respected him as like a very fantastic centrist candidate. He was legitimately Whoa, a centrist candidate. Yeah, and he was the best less, kind of candidate. He was and he painted qua radical, and yeah. that is the craziest thing. And yep. he was one of the, he was pretty much unanimously voted upon by the Senate. I mean, he was essentially a foolproof candidate to be justice. Considering the climate, and again, to be discussed... You could not have been a more anodyne, middle-of-the-road candidate. Except yeah. we have left the age of information and entered the age of misinformation. Mm-hmm. And so it's the story that sells that becomes the perception that becomes the quote-unquote truth. Well, it could also be manipulation, too. I mean, the age of absolutely. manipulation. Depending or, on, I mean, the McConnell effect, which, again, well, it was know, gonna, Wait, I was can we TM say. that? Can we just, like, have a, like, you know... <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll trademark that one, exactly. The McConnell effect. I'll trademark that one, but yeah. I love it. It's like the age of spin led into the age of misinformation, mm-hmm. which led into the current age, whatever we will eventually call this, unless we want to come up with a name for this today on this podcast, perhaps... Like whatever this age shall be deemed. Well, this in is the, the age of. I mean, this is the age unofficially, of McConnell. right? I mean, if you're going to put it that way, this is Agent McConnell. He's more or less manipulated this court into what he said he was going to do. I mean, hey, it's, it's the majority. Biden rule per his yeah, yeah, exactly. Precedence. Yeah, it's the six. It's the six three majority. Um, you know, as you said, you're researching. You know, this whole thing. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if you want to go back. Yeah, he pretty much said, we saw it. He was pretty much saying, I'm going to go out there and 
well. No, he said the quiet part out loud. Yeah. And I think we have to address that. What do you mean? If we're going to be frank, no. He said we are not going to confirm any Supreme Court justice under a Democratic president. Mm -hmm. He was none too subtle about any of this. Yeah, well, those weren't his exact words. But he said he said said something. No, no. It adds up to that. That's that's that was basically reading between the lines what he was saying, one hundred percent. But the way that he spun it, the way that he made it into misinformation of a sort, it's not between the lines. It's so overt. Yeah, so it is is to some people. Yeah, and I kind of want to like stand that line because I think a lot of people don't really understand exactly what he's saying unless they understand the context behind what he's saying. No, but you don't think that it's grasping at straws. You're kind of like, hey, wait a minute, you have eight months, you know, left in your presidency, but that's not enough time in order to appoint a justice because I, uh, 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 I just came up with this new rule. I mean, that's pretty much what he did. Well, I'll make the point again. Like, this this coming from you, a, a poli-sci major in college, yes, you have a greater, deeper understanding and a greater grasp of the idea behind what he's doing, why he's doing it, and why it's unprecedented. But the average American well, look, probably doesn't understand all of that yeah. as well as you might. I don't know if you need a poli-sci degree in order to see raw naked power and ambition. And that's exactly it. I want to question the premise that this is in any way, shape, or form principled. This is an ad hoc power grab. Exactly. And there is nothing more than just sheer, absolute, and undeniable... Fuckery. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> There's fuckery about Power, it. yes. I, I think guess. that's a technical term for it. <laughs> yeah. Well, I was going to try to unwind us to that eventual opinion, but thank you for breaking it. It's like super fucking wide open because, yeah. I mean, I have to agree when you look at how the, the history of the court has unfolded. Um, again, what we were looking at earlier and through some of the previous research that we've done, there's something that's called the Bork effect when it comes to the Supreme Court. And... When you look at the personal history of someone like a Mitch McConnell, who was a very young senator at the time, I believe, right? If you can um, imagine, geez. A very young Mitch McConnell is an <laughs> odd fucking thing to look at. I don't know if you got a chance to see that. Team, he only has one shin. But it's it's weird. It's real weird. It's very strange. It's real I weird. I assume very young Mitch McConnell went to segregated schools. <laughs> <laughs> I think the weird you know what I think the weirdest thing about young Mitch McConnell is is that he looks like you said he looks kind of normal and like to me for me to envision a time when Mitch McConnell didn't look like the turtle from Looney Tunes like that <laughs> the one with the like the the the, the little turtle but in that can, one cartoon you What's know up? something that I think is act, actually pretty fascinating Elaine Chow his his wife. Yeah. You yeah. know, mm-hmm. I mean he is in an interracial relationship. Mm-hmm. And yet that power dynamic that yeah who could be more old school like yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean thank you. <laughs> thank that's, you for that's all that's that all say. <laughs> that's your favorite way to impersonate him. <laughs> Pretty much. But, but shut I mean, at the same time. I mean, there's such a cognitive dissonance. Yeah, he can compartmentalize quite 
well, it seems. Well, I is guess. it calculated? I don't think it's calculated. Yeah, yeah, I, don't know. I think it's calculated. Well, that's exactly oh, well, it. Right? Exactly. It's, like, exactly. it's not dissonance. He understands. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, know, he knows what the hell yeah. he's doing. That's pretty much what it boils down to, which I guess leads into the uh, last three justices mm-hmm. that Donald Trump has uh, put in. Um, and can we just say how the hell did that happen? Well, that's the thing. That's the anomaly. Wait, Donald Trump being president or no, Donald no, Trump just the three multiple justices? I think it's been. I think it, it, there's one time I think in the past. Like years, this like, was happened. Mitch McConnell's wet dream. Yeah, right there. Yeah, I think <laughs> I think it's only one time right. in the past hundred years where it's happened. Where right, one guy's gotten three justices in the span of like three, four years. Well, even, Trump even had to three speak to that, super quickly, I, I guess I didn't finish. <coughs> but the idea behind the Borg effect is that at some point in Mitch McConnell's deep and dark past, during it was uh, it was the Reagan presidency. Yeah, am I, am I incorrect? Yeah, it yeah. was the Reagan presidency. There was a nominee named uh, Robert Bork. Robert yeah. Bork, and uh, mm-hmm. this was put up for SCOTUS. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was one of the the at least the first instances where it became sort of like reality television. Well, to this nominate was the first time when they asked about abortion, and they asked right? about actual questions. How will you rule? And Bork, how will you, you know, rule? Had to... I love your choice of words. <laughs> But because that is the yes, false no, yes. premise, well, ruled, right? I mean, as that justice, right? justice the is, is are unopinionated. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Ruling, exactly. It's a ruling. In the literal sense, how will you rule? Exactly. But mm-hmm. that, that's, that's exactly it's it, right? the rule of law. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah, exactly. But so, so finish up for us, I guess, with those last three nominees with, with Trump. And then let's maybe, I, I think I would kind of want to talk about like the idea behind, well, actually we'll get a little lighthearted for a second there, but let's finish up here and we'll talk, uh, we'll talk about some six degrees of Kevin Bacon after that for a well, moment. No, I was just trying to say even if that. It's, even if it's fleeting. I can't get that foot loose, guys. Well, I'm sorry. <laughs> I just can't. It's not very... <laughs> well, yeah, I was just trying to say that uh, in, in an anomaly of sorts, at least for presidential purposes, yeah, one term... Donald Trump gets three justices. Neil Gorsuch, Brett Kavanaugh, and Amy Coney Barrett. And well, all three, I guess you can say, went in. I don't want to say by questionable means, but individually by questionable means. I mean, I mean, we can break down. We, we can go all over the place when it comes to this do whole you, justice okay, thing. So but do you want to say by questionable means? Well, 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 well I mean, I need to, well, to break we don't, it, we well, don't always have to like defer well, no, to later. No, no, no. We could... from, okay, fine. From, okay, fine. We'll have this conversation now then. In the beginning, Donald Trump, as one of his uh, selling points as running for president, did say, hey, if you want to vote for me, mm-hmm. I have. I'm, I'm, I'm going to have a list of justices that I would appoint to the Supreme Court that have been federalist. I have society a very good list. Proved. Federalist society. The federalist Bingo. society. And basically, for those of you that are concerned dun, about dun, how dun, I, you know, Donald Trump, questionable Republican in of itself, would you know uh, who, would, who I would appoint? Well, here's a list of potential candidates that are federalist society approved. And if they go in, well, you know, I think you'd be okay and you'd be satisfied with the way I have. And this is the word of the day, consequential. What is the Federalist Society again? It is a response to very much so, not entirely a response, 
but a response to there it being fewer. It was a response to the to the to the Bork nomination, in which Bork was ultimately rejected well, by Democrats. In what Fletcher described as something of like more, where they started asking very very different questions from past nominations and past appointments. Um, it was a consequence of that. Is a consequence of what uh, what allegedly they saw as a Darth of conservative minds, especially in legal avenues, in law schools, and things of that nature. Well, the Federalist Society is something around so that. It's so bizarre to question someone as to how they will rule, because you, the, a, a judge or justice should be ruling on the case in front of them. Mm-hmm. You can't pr- prospectively say, oh... I will I will uphold a B you can't do that. So the the questioning that has come since then is what value is there really? Because well that's why that's, they well not to cut you off, but I was saying that's why they play the hypothetical game now when it comes to the line of questioning in the Senate. You know, I can't I can't answer hypothetical questions because I don't know how I would rule and I can't say that because of fear, in quotes, of how that would impact my ruling I, I can't basically show my cards right now to you. So stay tuned. If I'm appointed, you'll find out. So so Kavanaugh was straight-laced and was a perfect nomination, the best candidate. Fantastic. Because he kept saying hypothetical. Well, he was well, on the list. Not right. necessarily. He was, he was on the list. If we're asking about what represents America and this just completely... Toxic masculine, you know. I mean, he was crying. Mm-hmm. He was crying because, <laughs> like, his cornhole credibility or like frat boy, you yeah. know. Yeah, it was so strange, and it it was one of the oddest things to watch. And I think all of American jurisprudence. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's quite a thing on national television. Yeah, it's like, not funny. To watch it? someone be I mean, it was amazingly human, quite frankly. Yeah, but <laughs> the thing that the thing that's messed up about it is that he turned it right back on his head as far as right versus left. It became oh, absolutely. Well, you're using me as a scapegoat for yep. all the things that Trump did and well the media is this and they but it was they, I, yeah, I, I mean, thought it was a fascinating mirror on ourselves oh yeah as America absolutely and our worst elements and you oh, know yeah. our, not even worst I feel that's too normative our it's basis just our, I was gonna say yeah, it's yeah, just yeah, exactly, exactly. It is, and we exactly. are who we are that's pretty much what it is it's the foundational elements yep. of who yep. Americans yep. are coming yep. up yep. to watch that and I think I think the thing that was most jarring for me not to even belabor this point was that the argument that we always hear the argument that we heard against perhaps like a Hillary Clinton presidency or like a woman in power was that they would be emotional that's the, that's the argument you generally hear from from meninists and well people who shouldn't have an opinion on this or maybe should but who their opinion should be discounted by generally any thinking human being is that women would be too emotional and when you have seen these recent incidences of men kind of called to task just to at least answer some basic questions about their morals I guess which you can argue back and forth about whether they should do that but the way that they get emotional is very, very... It's funny to me. It's we... in part because anger from men is 
expected and rewarded and not considered getting emotional. Yeah. Mm. Anger from women breeds <laughs> as getting emotional. Yeah. In addition to hey, can any we other just talk emotions. about how the very notion of hysteria is such a yeah, thing in our culture in terms of being inculcated in terms of that Freudian thing, right? It's like women are hysterical. Like, there's a literal term for it, and that's what's crazy. To, you know? Yeah. Wasn't yeah. it tied to something around like childbirth, like many, many centuries ago? Sure. Like hysteria? It's, Generally, it's, anything bad was tied around. Removing the womb, so so there's some sort of uh, <laughs> there's some language connection yes. in there. Yeah, the it's fact that there's a literal dichotomy between like there's dudes that go crazy, right? <laughs> but literally, it's yeah. different from hysteria, which was a legitimately diagnosed. Thing. We can we can get and into that almost all too in a whole other conversation, but it's sure. because it's kind of like it's interesting how like it's it's framed in a f- fragile way when it comes to the feminine emotion. To your point, even further, T, and with a man, it's framed as like very much a strength to a be emotional in a certain way. Yeah, right. But sensitivity also, so it's kind of like that three-dimensional masculinity in a sense. But it's such a stupid fucking double standard. Yeah. And it's it's definitely come into play very, very often in recent history when it comes to the most recent Supreme Court nomination. Well Okay, so here like maybe we can like draw attention to the intersectionality that we want to talk about tonight, mm-hmm. right? Like, is there a distinction there? Because everything we're talking about right now is just, you know, well, the yeah. power dynamic ignoring salient factors of honestly what makes well, okay. our experience mm-hmm. real. I, yeah. think, I think one of the best things to frame your point is when you talk about, you talk about Kavanaugh and how there were these, these very, very legitimate accusations against him for... Assault, sexual assault, sexual abuse, and all kinds of very, very serious allegations. And one of the things that I really, really found quite interesting that, that again, brings back to your point, T, is when you talk about Clarence Thomas and the Anita Hill issue. Yep. And I don't want, you know, I don't want to call it an issue. That's a horrible way for me to frame it. But the, the, you know, the entire incident around what was going on with Anita Hill and how she was used as a pawn in some ways and very much a pawn not in some ways very much a pawn by either side of the of the argument and the other thing that brings it very much full circle for me is how involved joe biden was in that entire process mm-hmm. well he's been involved in the process quite a for bit, a long time for a long time for 48 he's years been, he's been involved Damn it. In, he's he been not in, anything yet yeah well he's that been fucker. involved in a lot of processes in a lot of for a lot of years so this, uh, the Senate Judiciary Committee is just one of many things that Biden's had his finger on for a lot of his uh, tenure as uh, an elected official. Uh, but it's funny because I guess we've now come full circle, right? You know, he now we gets a chance do. to vote for his or to appoint his own Supreme Court justice. After all this time, the man's been in office for 50 years. 
He's been uh, head of the Senate uh, Judiciary Committee. So maybe we should address this whole premise yeah. about like the court. Um, well, should. well, yeah. Can I just, I just want to, I just want to make one point that I found very, very interesting about this, this whole thing again, in like kind of trying to revisit all of these things. Um, when you look at a, at Joe Biden and who he is as president now and who he's been as long as you've known him in politics, and we look at it from like the lens of how much younger we were when a lot of these things occurred regarding like a Robert Bork when we, when Reagan was president, we were all like fucking you know, less than eight years old by the time, nine years old by the time he got out of office. Every one of us at this table, essentially, yeah. Yeah. around that age, seven, you know, mm-hmm. young. Um, and to, like, revisit the history of this and watching Joe Biden in conversations in Congress, one of the things that, like, Question and I were, were talking about was the, the foot-and-mouth syndrome that Joe Biden has had for so, 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 so long. In regarding the Clarence Thomas nomination, where nobody had brought up the issue of character regarding Clarence Thomas until Joe Biden made a comment at one point about certain people questioning his character, which then made news media and everybody else jump on the story and say, what the fuck is Joe Biden talking about? Who is questioning this man's character? Which eventually led us to Anita Hill. That's what, essentially what led us to Anita Hill. Is Joe Biden and even making that comment on the record on C-SPAN or whatever the fuck? Here's the thing. Anita Hill is so eminently believable in virtue of... You cannot make this shit up. It's like if you're like, I have a pubic hair on my Diet Coke. No one says this shit, right? <laughs> like, yeah, she's pretty detailed. Like, did she not yeah. make this she, fucking yeah, she, shit? Yeah, she, oh, the only way I would see that occurring issue. anywhere is if it was like in a Tarantino screenplay. Exactly. Other than that, <laughs> I can't see anything that specific. Exactly. It is so hyper-specific. Yeah. Well, isn't it crazy? I mean, I guess it boils down to... You know, again, the the time and the place, right? It's just a matter of when Clarence Thomas was up for his uh, nomination. It was a time when, well, number, look, let's let's break it down. Number one, there have been what three people of color that have served in the Supreme Court up Thurgood to this Marshall, point. Thurgood Marshall, Clarence, Clarence Thomas, Thomas, and Sonia Sotomayor. Those are the three mm-hmm. out of what I would say over a hundred. Well, Samuel Alito as well would would qualify. Yeah. Okay, sure. Okay. All right, let's say four. Okay. Four! And Why? how many women? Uh, right now, right? Five <laughs> women. How yeah. many women? Right. Yeah. Such. Yeah, if you want to add In 240, 50 yeah. years of American fucking right? history at this point. I mean, if you want to really break it down, you know, it's, you know, it's, it's pretty much, for lack of a better way of saying it, it's white men that have had lifetime appointments in order to determine a lot of things that have happened in this country that have been consequential. And it gets to a point where there are people who are saying, hey, well, maybe we should change the dynamic of the court. And Biden goes out there and says, hey, there's a black woman. They've never been. There's never been a black woman appointed to the court. Maybe it's about time we do that. And there, there are some that uh, would question that and call that affirmative action in its own and way. And as a white man, as I have argument. to say, 
Why did you give it away, man? <laughs> well, I mean, well, he had to, though. So he had good. to. We had it perfect. But he it had to, great. though. I mean, he had to. I mean, see, that's the thing. And that's the thing that you comes down to, though. God damn it. But see, that's what it comes down to with Joe Biden, though. See, again, we compromised when it came to Biden the same way he compromised with us. Who's we? Who's well, we? You have to be well, specific here okay, because fine. I know what you're talking about, but you got to be specific. De- here. De- Democrats, those who did not want Donald Trump in power, basically made a compromise and said, But hey, not you know just what? Democrats. <laughs> well, the, but, but people hated Trump, I mean, like, black people. I think black people in this case, because I have to say it, because in 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 this instance, when he's talking about look, how he wants to appoint a black woman, he's very much framing it as this was a promise I made to black people in general to like. That remember what did he say? I got your back because you had mine. It sealed the deal, basically. Right? It sealed the deal. When you have when you, when you have black candidates that are running for the presidency, and you're the old white men in the room, and you're the essentially the odd men out in the city. It's, 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 it's honestly, this is probably the first campaign or the first election where the old the, the old white man has been the anomaly. You know, when you've had people who've run in twenty sixteen, you know, you had more female candidates than ever before. You have more minority candidates. Right? Joe Biden pretty much was the one person and you know, that's just I guess how America no, works. But he's that saying, was exactly he's the one it. who could win. He right? is the one that of was all the, the variety we had, yeah. he was the one that could win. Common denominator. It's terrible, yeah. right? It's, yeah, terrible. We all I feel settled like that for was Joe exactly Biden. Exactly, yes. Oh, yeah. He settled for him. My conservative family tries to argue about Biden's flaws with me, and I'm like, I didn't choose him. Yeah, it was yeah. anyone mm-hmm. other, other than, than Trump. Exactly. But do they do they try to hype Trump up? And how awesome he was. Because I... Is is it like that? No comment? At this point, they're like, oh, no, he is crazy. But I know my mother voted for him. Yeah. (laughs) I just want to say that was my dating profile strategy. I'm like, (laughs) I am not Trump. Therefore... I am not Trump. And also, I have not voted for Donald Trump. All right, let's, let's, let's take a moment to, like get it a little bit lighter before we get deeper into this conversation because yeah. I think I want to talk about the fact that these appointments are for life once we oh yeah, that dial it down a little say, bit, yeah, right? Um, T, may I ask you to tell us a little bit about your personal experience with Justice Breyer? Briefly, or as long as you want, take a little time and give us a little bit of info about that. Oh, Justice Breyer was on a book tour uh, that intersected with my time in law school, mm-hmm. and he came and spoke, and uh, I was able to meet him at that time. Um, he seemed just a genuinely positive, optimistic human being, mm-hmm. which... Let me tell you, law school makes a lot of people the opposite of that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it was it was refreshing to see someone who had been in the law for a long time and still had optimism. Still had that positivity, yeah. still had that like mm-hmm. that zest the for human the human experience is a good yes. thing. That's not a good jurist though, right? I mean, why? I no, want to believe that, that good exactly people, positive issue, people, are isn't it? Right? the best people. Everything is 
transparently political at this juncture, yeah. is it not? It's always I been mean, though. That's that's just how the well, court's that's been. exactly yes. I feel like maybe we're just seeing this now for what it is, right? Just a raw power. But it's 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 kind of sad to say that. You know, for the longest time, the Supreme Court has kind of been like that sacred hallowed ground. It's kind of like we can no, have that fight yet. politically. There is this the other two, like, the other two branches. Yeah. You don't like, mess with the yeah, court. You know, it's right, been like that. Exactly. And now it's but just. That is just a the fiction. McConnellization? I mean, is that, you know, to be trademarked? Also, the McConnell effect, McConnellization. And I hate to give any credence to Mitch McConnell. But he but did if this. he's made us realize what a farce this is. Yeah. Well, hey, what's this? What is this? Well, the the politicization of the court, or or what it means to politicize the court, to have those to have those judges in place in order to be eligible Mm -hmm. for when that time comes. Okay, I can have that list ready from the Federalist Society that it's approved. You know, and I can just say, all right, I'm just like these guys in there. The fact, like the bad faith of it, the way that it was just like, oh, we. You know, there was a, I, I, I don't know if it was a Turning Point USA meeting or, Turning Point uh, USA. <laughs> you know, a CPAC, whatever. Yeah. McConnell was there and he was just like, oh, okay, well, what if? And then, you know. <laughs> Let's just throw it out there. Donald Trump, he wins and we actually got the shit he won. Right. Maybe? It's just so ad hoc. It's like we have no <laughs> principles and we're just going to that of the quiet part out the raw naked power right, right? isn't the other like principle right. just the the furtherance of, of power the furtherance yeah. of agendas yeah. of course in the case of, of it's generational like well I mean I guess we can have this conversation now I mean it's generational think about it you have yeah George Let's George Bush the first uh, George H.W. Bush served for one term 30 years ago he had two appointments to the Supreme Court more than Clarence Thomas who's still on the Supreme Court I mean, his presence is being felt 30, 40 years, pretty much two generations into the future. Don't, you know, well, that was, there. right, that was in the 80s. He was appointed he said he was around 43. He was 43. They knew what they were doing. He said he wanted to be in the court for and another 43, yeah, 43, 43 years, years number at one. the time. Number two, Trump now has, again, three justices, and they played it perfectly as far as, well, it's a lifetime appointment. We're going to have them nice and young. So that way we're going to be in there for 30, 40 years and we can pretty much dominate this for two generations at least. Which in and of itself is a strategy. I mean, if it's a 6-3 court... It is a strategy I mean, and this isn't patently, you know... It's genius. It's, it's genius, though. I have to say, that's the one thing I have to give to Mitch McConnell. I mean, he's an evil genius and I hate him for Oh, it. exactly. Because we, he's the joker. The he Democrats is, need a McConnell. Yeah, if the Democrats yeah. had a McConnell, none of this crap would have happened. Yes. He's off. He thought he he thinks three four steps but ahead. But he has no shame, and, and that is he has no shame. What and the worst love. And the this worst part, the yeah, he gets away with it. He gets away with it. Son of a bitch. But yeah. <laughs> no, but seriously, from Ben Shapiro to Mitch McConnell, Republicans love the shamelessness yeah. of just the middle finger, exactly extended to the. People of our yeah. Donald Trump was a giant middle finger. Yeah, that was the whole right. point behind him. Yeah, of course. I mean, before he was elected, the entertainment whatever tapes where he was talking about grab him by the pussy, mm-hmm. and we elected him anyway. <laughs> anyway. 
the fuck? <laughs> they just let you do it. And like And it's so funny how the right wing media treated this as if this was just like a how you hold your six pack strategy. Sauce. Right? Sauce. It's just like, oh no, this is how you get your like Bud Light 12 pack, right? <laughs> you know, it was talk. it was the locker room talk. It argument. was just and no, 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 it's just so insane. This is yeah. So let's talk about locker well, well here's room yeah, here's talk. the interesting part about that. And like I'm def I'm sure that like you having spent some time in Michigan and y'all being where y'all are from, you can kind of speak to this because I remember having these conversations with people. I spent, as y'all know, about four years in Chicago. And that wasn't in the city of, just in the city of Chicago, I should say Illinois proper, because I lived in the relatively deep suburbs in like Lyle, Illinois. Ha. L I S L E, Lyle, Illinois. And Aurora, Illinois, which was even further. Uh, shout out to um, fucking. What is it? Wayne's World. Shout out to Wayne's oh, World. Oh, Aurora, yeah. Party time. Excellent. But so so like in conversations with friends of mine, people that like I really, really care about, really have yeah. like a deep yeah. affection for, that I spent time with, who are definitely conservative. There it's it's really interesting to watch them ha- make the excuses. For, for a Trump, for a Kavanaugh, for a candidate who is just a, from the old boys club, who is just kind of, that's how men talk, and that's just accepted, and that's just, it's just understood, and, and that's just what we believe and allow. Can we talk about the binary for a right? second here? Well, because, thing, yeah. quite frankly, I don't feel that there is a, a you know... Okay, left and right at this juncture, quite frankly, right? At this point, the right has gone so off the damn rails yeah. that there is just... Everything left of them is just left, basically, at this point. No, I know, but... <laughs> that's, that's kind of what it's come down to if I you mean, think about it. I mean, even Trump's stance on vaccines, right? Trump has come out as more pro-vaccine than the right of what you said. Now, see. that's the thing. Yes, he wasn't before. Now. That's the problem. It, he started this whole crap. Exactly. And now he's just like, hey, they're cool. Now he's arguing yeah. with uh, uh, Candace Owens, right? He oh, wow. Well, he Candace said, Owens recently. Oh, he's from a different generation. Larry, Larry, Larry. He's, too, he's too old. Old people have a different ancient way of thinking about vaccines. Yeah, they fucking work. You know, that Neil like, Young was around when polio was around, son. Like, he fucking understood. <laughs> he, he understands that shit. He gets it. I mean, I... The fuck? Crosby stills Nash and polio. That yeah, was, pretty that much. Was much <laughs> All right, so let's... let's Opinion opinion question, and you can give a short answer, and then we can get into a long answer. Since we were getting around to this. Term limits. Oh, you asked... Oh, yeah, I was about to ask that Term question. limits yeah. for the Supreme Court. <laughs> Let's get back around to the Supreme Court. I, lo- I love y'all. Let's try to get back on topic. Okay, so here's the Supreme the Court. Well, hold Supre- on. Actually, mm-hmm. let me, let me if I may, I actually want to throw it to T first, and then I'll throw it to you, sir, yeah, because absolutely. I think T actually had something that we were talked about before we got into this conversation, before we started recording, that w- related to that no, I, in I a couple of ways. No, I need to think. Let him talk. You need to think. Okay, yeah. hold on. I'm throwing it to you. I'm putting too much pressure on you. That's cruel so, of me. my fundamental premise is why should not the court reflect the people? 
I mean, yeah, okay. It sounds like a crazy fucking yeah, idea, but right? I can, so okay, I, I, okay, I can devil's advocate time. this, yeah. Because right? okay, you know, so now, okay, number one. Well, how long is too long? I mean, if you're gonna do term limits. See, the thing is, for me, again, as a poli sci major, there is... A, there's five a, fucking years, okay. I feel, is... I said it earlier. Uh, it's yeah, a good okay. number. I, 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 I kind of I, I just kind of a number I kind of sold on soon. I kind of, Two I, fist bumps. Yeah, I, I kind of sold on 25 as kind of like a nice... You know, quarter century would be a yeah, time but that's a long fucking time. time. That's, that is a long time. Now, that's long just okay, okay. over three okay. two-term presidencies. But, but, just but, However, the, the thing... But, okay, then it comes down to... Well, there's certain presidencies that would boil down to, okay, this is the person that will have the opportunity or the chance to vote for this certain person's predecessor. Mm. So if you know that the court or the balance of the court will be a certain way, I guess that's going to be a definitive factor now in future presidencies. You just It won't be just roll the dice as far as, hey, vote for me because I may get some justices. Now it's going to be, all right, you vote for this guy. This comes with the Supreme Court justice. Or... I mean, where so do you look, begin? I guess all I want to know, and this might sound totally ad hoc, but I just want to know how do we ignore Joe Rogan? Just like in any context. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> no, no. He's not. He's not nominated for the Supreme Court. As he far is as not. Well, no, but that's exactly it. Because he could be. He could be. Because that is exactly it. We looked this up earlier. Apparently, just yeah. for the for the audience's benefit, for the ten of you that are listening to this particular episode, <laughs> you can be a Supreme Court justice. Who like you, whoever the fuck you are, you. I don't think there's an age limit. There's there is no nationality limit. You do not have to have a law degree. You do not have to have any particular qualification no. to be uh, to if, be to well, breathe, yeah, to be mind, a justice of the Supreme yeah, Court. By the mind, if I am president, I can say, "Hey, you're cool. You can be you can be right. Supreme Court justice. You're cool. Hey, you're cool. You're done. cool. Fuck you. <laughs> like, exactly. Yeah. Good luck with this. With the yeah, with the <laughs> Hell of the good luck. <laughs> yeah, that's just so perfect. Though. So Joe Rogan could yeah, be nominated. Yeah. yeah. Is yeah. I guess my point. He could be nominated Justice for the Supreme Rogan Court of the United States. No, but let's maybe so if Trump talk is 20, about if Trump this wins in twenty twenty four, we might have a Justice Rogan. It's entirely possible. I'm not. I'm <laughs> just mean, warning y'all. You know, I never. Th- Jesus Christ! You not put that in my head. I never thought about it. That I way. love to put <laughs> terrible thoughts in your head. Wow! I love to do that to everybody. So I love you, everybody. Thoughts your head. I love to put I mean, terrible thoughts that's, in your head. That's what we're doing. I mean, and I always, I'm always smiling when I do it too. That's how innocuous it is, folks. Is to put terrible thoughts in your head. <laughs> that's why we're. That's why we're here, ladies and gentlemen. Yes. <laughs> to remind you. <laughs> that's why we're here. We're here worse, right? Exactly absolute worst yes. thoughts in your head. We put exactly. Like Tucker right. 2024 in your head. We oh, put like all kinds of oh, shit in your head. That's true. Yeah, we haven't had the most uh, rosy of conversations. <laughs> we, 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 like 20, 2022, but, the Democrats are getting wiped in the midterms. Like we, we're fucking. Yeah, but wait, 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 no, wait. Yeah. you didn't show me this future. That was that. that's oh, a different God. episode. You gotta yeah, go that, back that's a different in time apocalypse. Yeah, yeah. That to listen happened. to that. Yeah, that, that's guys. a different apocalypse. You gotta go back in time for that. One. You gotta go but, back I mean, in time. No, but I, I mean, I kind of went. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> I, I kind of do want to break it down a little bit as far as like, all right, like, if we term limit this, like, when do we start? How do we, how? 25 we, years. No, no. How would we do this? Would we be the next president? 
Do we stagger justices? Okay. Do we kick justices out? I, I mean, can. How do we do this? I mean, let's, I can. Let's just think we about this. Constitutional amendment. Yes, we would. So, but there's no way in hell that you're going to get an amendment that's now. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. You're not getting right. They said it. Theoretically, theoretically, what do y'all think of the idea? Like, I, I can understand to a certain extent, even though he like uses it as a nuclear option, the McConnell idea that an outgoing president president shouldn't necessarily nominate someone. That's bullshit. Because oh, that's whoa, hold on, hold on, hold on. Get, you get three years hold of a term. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Come on. Now. Oh my god, hold do on. you guys realize hold that? Hold on, hold on. <laughs> no, hold on. You guys went so loud that it blew up my fucking like. Oh, so I'm trying to back up while I do this. Well, if you think about it, there can be a certain like conspiracy for uh, for someone to retire from the court in order to allow for a certain justice to be put into place. Well, that's how some people would and say that can work either way, regardless. Trump, right? I mean, but, that's pretty much how how what happened for Trump. That's what happened for McConnell and but Obama. But I think that as long as you're adhering to the idea that no justice should go beyond 25 years, let's say 24 to even it out to the eight-year possible three, two terms. But you know what, dude? You're saying president. a word. You're saying a particular word, which is justice. I don't feel like there is any of that. Well, it, and but like that, not no, but it's such though. a farce. That would not maybe we need to talk about what a farce it is. But how do you fix it if justice. you don't think about it? I think okay. Let me let me frame it this way. I think that one of the 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 be the best ways to fix this farce is to say that you are not someone who is by decree the 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 justice for the the remaining term of whenever the fuck you decide you want to stop being a justice of the Supreme Court. If we decide to put some metric on when these justices are no longer allowed to be justices, and we can we can definitely move that line in a lot of different directions. We can decide what that is, but if we decide that there should be a line, I think that uh, just like there should be with senators and anyone else who like just like the president, there should be a line for how fucking long you should be in office. And so, I don't know if we all agree on that. I don't think we all agree on that. So, You're kind of playing devil's advocate. Well, so yeah, so, so, right. so you think that as far as uh, the impartiality of a justice, the ability to have a lifetime appointment, uh, to not be beholden by terms, to be beholden theoretically by party because you have that lifetime appointment, that, again, I... I'm I, I'm kind of old school. I think that in a way it should be a lifetime appointment because again, elections have consequences. You knew what you were getting when you voted for the people who got the ability to put these people in. You voted for Donald Trump. This is what you get. This is what happens. Can you I, get free justices in four years. Let's talk about one thing first, to have it happen. Can I ask one thing first? Because to to the opposite of that point. Why should the authority of someone appointed by a president who has term limits supersede and extend well beyond the authority of that president? Because justice is blind, theoretically, and it transcends. It is not, though. Hold, hold, hold on. And it's supposedly it's supposed to transcend the presidencies. That's why you have justices with lifetime appointments. For a question. In order to 
theoretically. But You're see, being but idealist. But look, but all this presumes this in good faith. It is exactly, not in good faith. Number one. That's exactly and, what and I'm number, saying. Number one, and number two. It's too idealistic. Number one and number one and number two. But first of all, the Constitution was designed in, in good faith. That was the whole point. Number one and number two. It comes down to the point where again, like where where do you? I don't want to say when's enough and when is enough enough, but. You, you, you're, it's, it's inherently political no matter how you slice it. It's always going to be political. Because, again... Well, you, everything is political. Well, I'm, yes. Yes. I'm going to, we're going to have a whole episode about this eventually where we talk you know, about how all life is politics and, and politics yeah. is okay. Because it comes down to even us right? having this conversation is political. Of but, course. But, like, even still, I like... I think you're itching to kind of give me a rebuttal to this one. It seems like you're about to explode at the moment. Please. How do you... Because I, I agree, actually, I think more with you, Fletcher. I would, yeah. I would generally think I would agree more with you than I would with question on this particular argument. But I want to hear what you believe and what you feel maybe as a rebuttal to what question Yeah, I guess prove me wrong, more. Prove me wrong. <laughs> Tell him what a fucking know, asshole he is. I quite frankly don't even know what the question I'm framing Response. Well, well basically, to okay. term limits. Term limits versus and why why it should be. Well, what you said. Well, question yeah. Why was shouldn't that it be elected when you when a, when a president is elected? That we you kind of know what you're getting. It's a consequence of like, okay, so this president is the president now. So the consequence of that is you might fucking get but fucked over line, by a Supreme Court look, justice that doesn't agree with bottom like, line, you what America is, right? And that's, that's me revealing my bias. Part that. Exactly the problematic. Well, I agree with you. The, I agree with you. Is but. the Supreme Court just disappointing business, right? Because there is so much that is just. Excuse me. <laughs> um, Cheers. There may or may not be some alcohol. <laughs> right? In this yeah. conversation, yes. No, but there's this so is my much podcast, that's just and you can drink as much as you want. <laughs> If you will, mm -hmm. right? There's so much that is just, yeah, patriotic because we're doing the whole. We're doing the America thing. That's what it is. We're playing yes. the game. That's right. what it comes down to. America is essentially a set of ideals and idealism and things that we aspire to be and things that we hope to have to adhere to as far as rules and protocol. But again, what it boils down to, what it, always, what it always boils down to, is power, ambition, and greed. So it oh, always and comes, the funny thing is, like, to. how? Yes, how can you divide it? Yeah. by each of those elements. Yeah, and the thing <laughs> is, now it comes to the point where you say that you're not going to politicize justice, but you literally are politicizing justice again when you essentially say, "Hey, I have a list of candidates that I would potentially nominate if you vote for me," as, a, as essentially. The, the way to seal the deal with my base. If you think that, if, if you think that, you know, if, if the jury's still out on me, well, you know what? If this is your concern, well, look, I got you for two generations, maybe three, if, I, if we get somebody young enough yeah. in there, right? And we have three justices in four years. I mean, like I said, well played. I mean, bravo, Mitch. Right. I mean, honestly, I mean, I wish we had somebody on, on, on Democrats so they could do the same damn thing, honestly. Of Okay, let me take a moment again. I'm gonna get it a little lighthearted for just a moment, Fletcher. I want to tell. I want you to tell us about your six degrees of Kevin Bacon regarding the Supreme Court justices. As 
as inconsequential, <laughs> to use God. the opposite of the word of the day, as they are, as inconsequential, I'm still curious well, about know, it. You know, it's so funny, because we were talking about the Amy Coney Bryant thing before. Barrett. Barrett, Barrett, son, Amy, Amy Coney Bryant. 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 <laughs> yeah, close. With conviction, you can say that with conviction, but yeah, I know I that it's Baron. That it's not the Berenstein Bears. Hell it's yeah, the Berenstein Bears. Berenstein Bears. Berenstein. You know, but it's so Tell the audience Tell us a, a little bit about it. Oh, you're telling. <laughs> well, she had her story about Briar. I want to hear a little bit about your Amy Coney Barrett, and there was something well, else that you wanted to tell. We grew up like you know, very. Concentric within her, you know, in an orbit, like within mm-hmm. six blocks of mm-hmm. each other. In an orbit, <laughs> what you mean to say? In an orbit around each other. Yeah, but um, I don't know. I had a seminar, my first seminar at NYU, mm-hmm. with um, I. I I'll redact the name. I'm not gonna. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm not gonna say anything. Oh, technical <laughs> difficulties. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm not. I, you know, I'm not gonna say the name. But. Why not? Don't no, say the name. We want to hear the name. Tell us the name. <laughs> Tell oh, us the name. On the spot now. Come if on. you don't want to say the name, it was yellow. I'll stop here. That's probably not a better thing to say in this particular instance, but that's okay. We'll we'll leave it at that. I wanted to t- just take that moment to hear a little bit about that, and then I want to continue because I feel like question you've been itching to talk about this, and then we could kind of maybe wind it up here with the influence of Mitch McConnell around oh. the justices that have been appointed. We started with that in the conversation a little bit, and we said we would get back to it, and we sort of visited it, and then we now we're getting back to it. I want I, I feel like you're ready to talk about that, so tell us about that. Well, I mean, I don't know if I was really going to talk about that in particular, but I mean, I guess we can use it as kind of a way to go to some other places here. But long story short, Mitch McConnell has been around since what, the mid to late 80s. He's essentially, he's essentially more or less... Uh, the theory goes that he's pretty much had a long-term game plan in order to control the Supreme Court. Again, presidents come and go. The Supreme Court is generational. He decides, okay, well, he's going to have his strategy in order to get the justice. He's not necessarily... Well, to, to get the presidency is to have control of the justices. So it's one in the same. Again, he pretty much had his wonderful well, pre- trifecta the presidency in the past the four years. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, I guess you have to have this other blessing. You capture the third. That's true. That's true. That's true. Well, when you're a Senate Majority Leader, that you know, you, you hold a lot of cards, and when it comes to <coughs> wait, I'm way, sorry to cut you off. Well, how, mm, do we know how long he's been exactly Senate Majority Leader? Does anybody have that? Well, I mean, remember, he's, he's been, he's served in bits and pieces because Democrats have had power, Republicans have, they've kind of gone back and forth over the past. Right, right, right. I'm sorry. Objectively so too long. this time around, let's just say. Right. Yeah, but exactly. That's objectively and overall it. too damn long. I agree. Too damn but, long uh, in general. Too damn long to have, po- to, uh, to have too much control over policy and over essentially, yeah. again, what's happening. You know, in terms of who gets to serve and how, 
I mean, he's basically changed the rules to however he sees fit. He's more or less scorched earth the whole game plan. He just makes it up as he goes along. Obama has the well intention right to have his own scorched earth is he tried to play the whole I'm I, I don't know. Keeping the precedent, right? From there is no, the, the, that, there's no precedent. That's the funny thing. There's no precedent. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, oh, well, I again, that, that's what I said before. It's kind of like the, you know, let me just pull out my ass strategy. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, well, again, Obama, well within his rights, eight months before his presidency ends, plenty of time in order to appoint your own justice and to get them uh, confirmed and serving. And again, your president... Dems, again, elections have consequences. That's the way that the game is played. And McConnell just, man, he just took that rule book, or not even a rule book, but just the way that the protocol and was so soulless and the way in he which just, it is. Yeah. And he got and the thing was he got away with it. That's what irritates the hell out of me. Mm-hmm. We let him get away with it. And he was able to manipulate his way into getting well, the ability to deny Obama his justice is would have been his third justice, which he was well within his right to get. And by God knows how, some crazy luck roll of the dice, we got Trump. And he essentially doubled down on what McConnell said. Again, McConnell made a deal with the devil and basically said, okay, well, this is the hand you were dealt. You're the guy that's going to basically run with the flag. All right. These are the justices that you may or may not appoint. They fucking better be the justices you appoint. But, look, I got you if you got me. And, hey, it worked out in the end for them, didn't they? It and certainly did. That's that's what just... I, I don't know. It just... you know, It makes you really question a lot of things as far as... Yeah, the, the sanctity of it all. And... Well, there isn't any sanctity. It's a farce. Well, is it the well, sanctity comes or I'll is get it around the legitimacy, quite frankly? Well, it is kind I guess of a farce. Better, yeah, that's it's a better word. Right, well, that's what I'm saying. That's the that's exactly. your word of the day. Exactly. Right? Has it's, it, right? has it well, 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 it's a well, fucking farce. Has it always been, though? I mean, was, hasn't there always been... Wasn't there some integrity when Ooh, it came to the court? That's, that's, that's another episode. Or do we, do, we, do we want, I mean, that's I'm just saying. Episode. Because the Supreme I'm Court, just we're just talking about the last like 30 to 40 years of Supreme Court history. Where it's just been on the surface in over the past now. 30 to 40 right, years. I mean, right. we played this game ever since we've had justices because, well, presidents, again, that's the the victor, the victor of the spoilers, right? You get your justices, you get and to shape the court. Just said, you just said it. it's the Spoils. Yeah, it's a spoil. Right. Yeah. It is a spoils. To the victor victory. goes. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. You win. It is so right. transparently. Yeah. Like I said, it's just, it's just, I mean, maybe I just fault Mitch McConnell for just being so just damn blatant about it. Maybe that's the problem. We all know how the game is played. He just doesn't give a shit. Mm-hmm. And he just threw it out there and he said, well, right. This is I'm I'm trying to basically bar the dam so that way we can get our guy in to get our people in so we get our conservatives yeah in to the court. But one question I have to That's ask: what we're trying to do, you know, is you know, there's there's in some circles, I'm just a little curious as far as you know, especially now that there's you know four of us, um, mm-hmm. Kamala, their her name is being thrown out there as a potential justice potentially. I mean, you know, she's she's certainly qualified. 
I would go so far as to say, well, your boy had Barry she, had been thrown around in the past too. But, well, I, yeah. I would be very much on board for Justice Obama. You've heard me say that many a time. Well, we, you love the man. If we, if hey, if William Howard Taft could be the one president that gets to be a freaking justice, I'm less excited about that, neoliberal. We could Obama have Justice Obama all day. Lord, that'd be amazing. Justice Obama, I love Michelle that. or Barack. I would take either. I would one. take I Michelle. Michelle. I would take either Michelle one. over Barack. I would but say Michelle. Whichever one, whichever. Give me an Obama's and I think I'll Michelle is even more pragmatic than Barack is. Well, the she's supposed to be she's a smarter well, one, they say. Well, yeah. I don't know. Barack's she's not. Barack's yeah. But, I mean, would you, I mean, I guess the question is. She's not on the list, though. Unfortunately. Kamala? Or Michelle. Oh, no. Kamala's not on the list either. But really. should she be? I guess is the question. And Why I'm, shouldn't again, she be, actually? Is well, maybe the question. Uh, apparently, in some circles. Who will be vice president if right? Biden well, runs the and, 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 and there is the rub. People judge? Apparently, in some, in, in some circles, it's being seen as an affront to Kamala if you even bring up the question of her being justice because it's basically saying how, you know, or do you think she's not a, like the vice president? How dare you mm-hmm. basically try to undermine her? But on its surface, I mean, she qualifies. She absolutely qualifies. Why well, you wanted she? her to and be before only... she became vice president? I think I remember you saying that question. I mean, she look. But let me ask you: Why if she wasn't she vice qualify? president? I feel like people right? are. If she wasn't vice president, I would almost guarantee she probably would be the nominee, mm-hmm. or she'd be top two on that list. I'm not saying she should go for it because, I mean, the way that the court's structured, mm. she'd always be in the minority as long as she's in there, unfortunately. Yeah. But I'm just putting it on the table as far as, hey, like, should this be a question that should entertain? Like, you know, should... Yeah, let's put it out there. Should Kamala be... Uh, Why no. should it be out there? Exactly. Yeah, that I don't, should be the point, question. Her no. being vice president, I don't think so. I think that that's something that hopefully somebody could appoint her to in, in the near future. Well, a lot of Perhaps. people... Well, unless well, she has president's last role. Why is that that, that role, though? Well, why is it that particular role, right? For somebody I mean, to appoint her in the future? Or Well, well I'm oh, sorry, oh, appoint her to what? Because to the I think it's... Because I feel... It's a cliche thing to say, but I think it's too soon. Like I, I think because of the fact that she's instance, like right? vice president, you know, and well, I think it's because she's vice president. I think that's yeah. generally the reason why. I think to say like, oh, we're gonna appoint you as the fucking supreme. Like, what? well, okay, well, all right, I'll 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 get a little political here because in some well, okay, how, how, how so would, funny. well, hold it's on, so let me let me let me ask you a question logistically how this would even fucking work for a sitting vice president to be considered for a supreme court nomination, and then I'd like to get into the. Into what well, we think, you know, quickly about the nominees that we have in front of us. A few black women in general. Well, and the, then we'll wind the, this the funny down thing is, and I, this combo. Well, I'll say this much. I guess to preface, it would be very amusing. It would be awfully hard to do it in this kind of court. I mean, sorry, with this Senate, because technically, let's, let's try to do it in a vacuum. Let's try to do it in a vacuum. So, I'd actually like well, to hear. Sorry, let's start to do it. I'm, I'd actually like to hear well, in well, a vacuum, well, not well, a non-political. Vacuum. Before you get to the political aspect of it, in a vacuum, how would this work for a sitting vice president? But, but to wait, become justice of the Can we do this in a vacuum? Is this even possible? No, no, we can do it here theoretically. Yeah. Wait, wait, just that's all I'm saying. And then we can get to it in terms of real-world consequences. You can't put it in a vacuum. Listen, hold on. Time out. All I'm asking is for you to do it in a in a academic way first. How the fuck does that even work in your mind? Well, as somebody who has 
well, study I mean, political science, how does it even make sense in in terms of the law, in terms of your idea of how all of this works? A sitting vice president, we're talking about somebody who is vice president currently, yeah. to take over the role of Supreme Court justice. What the, like... That's well. It's never happened again. To use won. that word, that's pretty fucking consequential. And who the hell becomes vice president after that? Yeah, I'm not necessarily like, asking yeah, you that question uh, Jamie, because again, right. that's a whole Jamie other conversation. Well, the president, ruling but in a vacuum well, first, and then open it up. Okay. Well, I mean, on its basis, on its basic form, the president has the right to determine whoever he wants to, yes. or she. Wants to be a anybody. justice. It could be anybody. So it could be anybody. It so, could be a three-year-old, apparently. Yeah, so if... No! No, goddamn No three-year-olds. We only no. do four-year-olds now. That's four how we dollars. do in America. But if Kamala were an option, she would be put... You can put, swallow you know, a small she, toy. Right? Yeah, she, she, yeah, she'd be put forth, you know, in front of the... Oh, edit the fuck out of this, by the yeah. way. Because now we're just like... But I love this. No, like, no, we're, we're good, we're good. Just, yeah. like, you know, I am mean, super... Going. Keep it going. Keep yeah, the party but going. She like yeah. She she'd be put forth in front of this uh, this Senate more or less, and the senators would yes, basically yeah. vote on well if she is qualified. She'd be she had the hearing of the whole nine, but if you she know, well I get that part. But, but like again, but by the mind, the Biden, fact that Biden there's a void able, there again, Biden would be able to pick his own vice president. He has the power to do so. If he if if she were nominated and she were right. you know what? Is this she Fuck it. Come on. She, he can pick anybody. Hold the only on. Qualified okay. woman of color in the country. Like, no, right. she's not. Fuck we're, it. We're, Hold we're, on. We're, we're, we're yeah, just, like, that's kind of like also like we're just playing we're just playing hypothetical. I understand. We're gonna get to that. No, as well. you know what though? Yes. I'm gonna I'm going to make you do this. I'm gonna make you do this quickly because I like to end this conversation at this point again and try to focus on the the awesome candidates we have at least for a few minutes. Like if you were to do this mm. who the fuck is vice president <laughs> who the fuck is vice president I'm gonna hold your feet to the fire on this one because oh, you're really boy. arguing hard for this idea that we can just replace Kamala Harris no, 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 and no, then no, 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 oh, no, I never said bam. that I yes that's exactly that. what you're saying that's exactly I what you're saying right now so, so Joe Biden can appoint whoever he wants we could. and we need we need to fill this vacancy yeah he could so he then could. who the fuck is vice president well, it, I mean, he has, I'm sure. No, 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 no. Who specifically is vice president? Not like, oh, well, well I mean, well, I guess if you could pick. No. Who the fuck is going to be the vice president? Tulsi Gabbard is vice president. That is not the vice president. That is not the vice president. Who the fuck is vice president? Fine, if you're going to go as far as super shortlist, yeah, Buttigieg would be the first choice, wouldn't he? He would have to be. Okay. People do just, but again, it was it's the the thought process is Kamala is she didn't really have the best um, presidential campaign. There's concern about her being able to be a viable candidate if if and when Biden decides not to run for a second term, or when is her turn after Biden wins the second term, right? So, just saying, I think it's unrealistic. Well, I think it's, it's unrealistic. There's no way in this court that she can. There's yeah. There's no I way in this court that it can happen, honestly. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But you know, there's so just, many, like you said, T. There's so many other qualified candidates. Absolutely, absolutely. Who are who happen to be women of color, black women, and it that doesn't necessarily need to be a qualification. But why shouldn't it be at this fucking yeah, point? Literally, agree, because of the fact agree. that that hasn't been the case for this long. 
So, question. As our resident black person. Okay. Tell, us, tell us what's up with like who you're excited about. Are you... Are you excited about the fact that a black woman is going to be on the I just want to make it clear on the record as I am being recorded. Resident black person. Okay. All right. I guess as I guess as the one person whose opinion matters, but you I don't know. I mean, okay. Listen. You know you know what your nickname that you chose for yourself is. It's based on a South Park character. Look, all I have to say. Look, all I have to say. Is it's a long time coming that it's been that there's been you know a person of color, let alone in particular a black woman, that's on the court. I mean, mm-hmm. good lord! I mean, how much or how much woman, more crap? Yes, or anybody Again, other than a white dude. Five women Except on the court in Alito. total. Three three <laughs> people of color on the court in total. I mean, yeah, it's about time that we have a court that reflects you know this society. And there are a lot of black women out there. There are a lot of women of color out there. It'd be nice, you know, if Sonia Sotomayor wasn't the only one As at least a good to represent f- them all. Five, per- five to six percent of the fucking demographic, right? Like, <laughs> like, yes, that's right. Yes, yes, the, good so that means the there should be at least idea. one. That the Supreme Court should represent the actual Democrats yeah, of fucking America. But the thing, imagine if you will. Imagine if you will. Imagine if you will. If our actual people, if our actual political representatives actually represented America as a whole, in terms crazy. of the never fucking insane. Yeah, right? I agree. <laughs> no, no. But the thing that kind of is a little frustrating is that. I mean, it seems like it's more grasping the straw as a Republican argument as far as really affirmative action, really. Oh, the fact that Biden showed his card. This that came up black quick, women. too. Well, they had nothing else. Quick. I mean, you have to... I mean, there's no other argument they can have to fight what they know is true. I mean, there's no black woman that's been on the court, and you know what? It's about damn time. Ever. How do you argue that? How do you Ever. argue that? Really, the affirmative action card? Oh, well, how about all qualified people? Never mind the fact that Donald Trump goes out there and says, for Amy Coney all Barrett. Matter. Right? <laughs> Amy Coney oh, Barrett comes out matter. there. Yeah. He, Trump said, Trump, first of all, had a list. So he already narrowed down the people that he was going to appoint to the court, number one. That was strike number one. Number two, the fact that he said when Barrett was the nominee, when, when she was more or less shoved in with less than 30 days... Um, he was going to appoint a woman. He put it out there. Ronald Reagan, when he was when he was um, president, put it out there. Hey, it's high time the woman be uh, appointed to the Supreme Court. I'm going to put a woman in the Supreme Court. I mean, it's not the first time that these have that it's been you know publicized. Hey, these are the people or that I'm thinking about as far as nominees. So I mean, you want to talk grasping at straws. This is insane. Really? We're going to play the affirmative action card? I mean, come on. They know damn well. Yes, we are. Um, I'm going to be pretty abrupt here and say that I know that this is a conversation that I'd actually like to have with all y'all at another time because we haven't seen anything in terms of who the nominee is going to be. And I think that maybe we can revisit this when we finally figure out who the nominee is going to be. Last question. Question. Uh, is this Joe Biden making up for Anita Hill? That's very much, <laughs> oh, that's very much tongue in cheek, and it was meant to be. Well, a lot of it is, I think, Joe Biden again. He he knew what he had to do in order to win. We knew what we had to do in order to win too. We settled for Joe Biden. He sealed he sealed the deal with. He's got your back. That, well, well, right. That's what he said. He sealed what the he deal. Said. 
with the with uh, with the, the the black female justice as far as the haha his trump card more or less he played that card trump card and yeah but you get to come home to roost you put it out there you we come to collect we backed you we supported you time to pay the piper buddy that's how it is sorry and here it is no and here it ends no and right. to me, the saddest thing is that vis-a-vis SCOTUS, this idea that we are not prejudging the most essential matters, right? Uh, the yeah. bad faith <laughs> when we ask, oh, what do you feel about abortion? As if there is not a definitive position on the issue, right? Well, at least I'm sure every justice or at least nominee comes into it with their own opinion. I'm sure they don't come into it just right. saying, oh, hey, the, the, the fact that they pretend they have no opinion. Yeah, exactly. They're like, no, I have no opinion. I, I, I have no... What, what is this abortion? I have not heard about abortion. I'm exactly. Yeah. Right. such a thing. Exactly. It but hey, is absurdity. It's a strategy that works. It's worked. It's got, it got Clarence Thomas in there. It that, got that is the McConnell strategy. That that will be the name of part two of this particular Maybe, episode. Yes. When we have a nominee selected, I think that's where we're gonna. How I think that's where we're gonna leave this. How will Mitch at this point? How, how will Mitch? Right. What will be the, the consequences <laughs> in the near future <laughs> after this conversation? What, what diabolical scheme? What shall become of yes, all of this? Cost. Oh my god! Yes. All right, all right. Let's wind this down, people. I have had such a dope time having a conversation with y'all. I want to thank Fletcher for joining us for the first fucking time and giving us some good perspective on that good shit. We will have you in the future again. As always, we always like to have good people on these episodes. And thank you for joining us. Good sir. Uh, As always, real quick, let's go through the, the quick plugs. If you want to support your favorite podcasts, you can check us out at Positively Cynical on the hashtag, hashtag Positively Cynical, hashtag Positively Cynical Podcast, the best way to reach us on all your favorite social media platforms, on all your favorite podcast platforms, and definitely like, rate, share, subscribe. Definitely get us on Apple Podcasts and give us five fucking stars because you know we're dope and you got to rate us five fucking stars because we're awesome. And we would really appreciate it. We really appreciate all of you who have listened thus far. I want to really give a great thanks to everybody again who's joined us again. Fletcher, T, question as always. Thank you for joining me. This is Jose, and uh, thanks for joining us again. Y'all have a wonderful day. Y'all have a wonderful week. Y'all have a wonderful month. Y'all have a wonderful year. But I'll talk to y'all again soon. Peace. Beautiful. And we're out.